What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people in the Shot City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You were tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, Sam spinning the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. Make sure you continue to visit their website so you can uh, shop from the comfort of your own home and check out all their latest products. All right, shout out to Hazel Sky for the swag. Um, and this first segment of the day is going to be, bless you, Sam. Uh, the first, <laughs> this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full service landscaping company that can handle all your service needs. All right. Just give them a call commercial or residential. That is Way to Grow official sponsor of the sports crime. 1-800-707-9760. If you know what you want to talk about, it's open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that was discussed on yesterday's show, if you didn't have an opportunity to call or you couldn't get through, you can parlay that over to today. And anything that we are discussing on the docket today that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well, too. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, if you need to follow me or uh, send me a message or reach out to me. Don't forget, you can follow me on Twitter at Sports Grind. All right. If you're more of an IG person, even though I'm hardly on IG, but you can go at SG underscore picks. That's still active out there. I see some people creeping up trying to follow me on IG. Or, okay. And also keep in mind, you can go to the Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment. And you can log on if you want to listen to the show stream and you want to participate and leave comments. We'll read them. If they're appropriate and they fit accordingly. All right. 1-800-707-9760. I'm a born follower, though. I'll tell you that right now, to be honest with you. But, you know, it's there. Some people get me get me to react or entertain. But anyway, what's up, Jonas? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. All right. At least I, lucky I can stay tunnel vision because you're moving around a lot with things that you kind of throw me off a little bit. What's up, Mr. Sam? Not much, fellas. How we doing? All right, man. It's Wednesday. Wednesday, feeling good. Stan, continue to feel good on this Wednesday. Uh, got a lot of things to uh, get to that's popping off in sports. We've got breaking news on another trade. Um, I remember the days where, as an NFL fan, sometimes you would look at the NBA and you look at baseball. Man, could you imagine if they would do trades in the NFL like that? I'm old enough to come from that era. And now, like I said, it's damn near fantasy football in real life every year, it seems like, for the last five years or four years with trades. But we've got another uh, trade coming down uh, here in the last 20 minutes. We'll definitely get to that involving uh, the Colts in Washington. I definitely have my takes on that. Uh, also, NBA, before we dive all the way into football, NBA, your San Antonio Spurs Jazz, okay, they're in action back tonight, all right? Uh, you know, they got Toronto, Toronto, they're at home in the AT&T Center. They're two-point dogs. That's a bucket. All right, it's one bucket. So the question I got to ask, can they get the record tonight against Toronto? You think so? You calling your shot? It ends tonight. We can finally get this over with? Yeah, I think so. I think it's one of those things where the team recognized the other night against the Lakers that they needed to uh, up their play because it was becoming a headline um, that they were failing to reach the mark. As the, as like I said the other day, the NBA world is tuning in because they want to see this moment. And mm. you're watching the team continue to come up short. But I think that they play the Raptors well. 
goes back to the time when DeMar was here. Uh, and, and of yeah. course, that was a little revenge game, but they've played them well since. And I think plus two is a, a good number for the guys to cover. I wish we could leave a message at AT&T like, hey, can y'all leave Siakam? Y'all forgot to include him in the trade four years ago. We just, let's let that slide. But can you leave him here? Well, they're trying to take leave? Jakob Pertle back, so I don't know that you'd want to give Jakob Pertle up for Siakam. No, I don't think you do that. I don't think you do that. Unless you had, like, the GM or the front office of the Washington football team, maybe you could pull that off. But I'll get to that in a minute. Um, also, uh, this is also what we got going. So you got the NBA. We've got a um, – Possible NBA Finals preview matchup tonight between the Suns and the Heat. Okay, I've told you numerous of times in the last few weeks, I'm not all the way sold yet on the Heat. I still don't even know how they're that high up in the Eastern Conference standard. I haven't dived into the Heat as much in this year, this 2022 version of them. Uh, but that's a big matchup tonight. Of course, we know the Suns are shorthand. Has Book, is Booker out of protocol yet? Is he back? Do we know? We got to get a check on that to see if he's back. Uh, we know, obviously, Chris Paul's been out. He's down for the reg- rest of the regular season. Uh, uh, what he you got? is available to play. He tonight. is available. Okay. And again, how are they going to do with Chris Paul? Bringing it back to the Spurs, though, before I go on. Last night, um, you know, it was because I was up late watching TV. Um, you know, couldn't sleep last night. You know, just totally wired from the day's events of yesterday. Couldn't get any sleep. But. Becky Hammond had a had a very good, funny interview with on TNT last night with the Tuesday crew. Cause, you know, Tuesday is usually my girl Candace Parker, you know, D Wade, Shaq. You know, I forgot the other guy's name. He ain't Ernie, but I forgot his name. No disrespect to him. But, you know, yesterday I guess being National Women's Day, right? International Women's yeah, Day. It's, that it's women's called? it's it's women's month. And it's not. And yesterday was na, uh, so International a, Women's Day. They got a month now. They got a month too. Yeah, I'm gonna do them like they do us. It's a month. They get a month. So they got a <laughs> month now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So since it was International Women's Day yesterday, so they wanted to see who is it that we can give flowers to while they're still there, give their flowers. And it was Red Bottom Becky, and she had her son up there with her. It was it was a good interview. I, I think if you have a, I don't know where you can find it. You can probably Google whatever. But it was. It was funny. I mean, because I haven't seen, good. yeah, I haven't seen um, Becky like, I mean, talk too much like that in interviewing a laid back, you know, on TNT, especially when you have Shaq and D Way, it's laid back there. So she was really able to kick her shoes up and, uh, you know, talked about, you know, how becoming non drafted and all that kind of stuff. But then she started talking about Pop and just saying, hey, you know, she brought that pound in the rock. And what this guy's done for me, I'm indebted to him. I mean, it's really so you don't get a sense of there's any, you know, well, like, man, dude, I've been sitting here and I thought I was going to be the coach. I mean, she sounds very grateful. And the funny thing about it is I don't know who in the AT&T Center of Spurs Sports Entertainment that end up releasing that video. That because I don't think Becky was joking about that because she's like that's a video they weren't supposed to leave out of the AT&T Center, but she does a good MC Hammer impression. Had the outfit, the outfit going, anything. So, you know, good interview. I mean, I, I'm bringing that up because a lot of people in San Antonio feel like, oh, the Spurs never get their shine. They never get talked about. Well, that's an assistant coach, the second head assistant coach in charge. I should say the first um, that got interviewed last night on TNT. So you got to go check that out. But other NBA, um, yeah, so we got some interesting matchups. The Mavericks go for six in a row tonight. I don't know what this is out of the last 12, 13 games, but it's a lot. Um, you know, they've got the struggling Knicks, uh, that's able to put, Knicks have been able to put two wins back to back, um, you know, together. Uh, they were able to, uh, give the Clippers a business over the weekend. And then they followed that up with a victory against Sacramento. 
Um, you know, they're kind of on this trip, you know, this West Coast trip, but they, they were able to get a victory against Sacramento the other night. So they've got Dallas, um, I believe tonight. I think that's the, yeah, they play the Mavericks tonight. So the Mavericks will be going, uh, for six in a row. The Mavs, just to look at those lines, Mavs are, are minus nine. Minus nine. Over the Knicks and yeah. the Heat minus four over the Sun. Yeah, the, um, the Dez are starting to catch up with Dallas here pretty soon. If you were able, fortunate to ride the wave with them, because they're starting to catch up with Dallas playing better, um, I'll have my assessment on them in another couple. We really, where I, how far I think they can go, but they're climbing up uh, the charts here. Um, speaking of basketball, last night Golden State. Speaking of streaks, Golden State snaps their losing streak. They get help from Jackie Moon. Uh, shows up, you know, Clay, Clay's, I, I've heard about this, but Clay's a big Jackie Moon fan, you know, Will Ferrell, and last Halloween he dressed up as Jackie Moon and won the Halloweens before. And so, again, Steve Kerr arranged to have Will Ferrell come, and it got me to thinking, what is our assessment on Will Ferrell? Because I'm a big Will Ferrell guy. I, I won't say big, but he, I, he, I'm a fan of him. I'm not saying I'm a big, big Will Ferrell guy. What's the last thing he's put out, though? If I'm being fair, and I like Will Ferrell, I'm not trying to bash him, but when you do things like, like, what, how long ago did that Jackie Moon character, when did he create that? What was that movie? Uh, that was like back in, what, 2000? That had to be like that's, early 2000s, right? That's got to be about 10 years old, I want to say. I was, right around in, I was in college, I think, when... Uh, I thought you could say I was in elementary. <laughs> yeah, like you usually do. I was in elementary <laughs> when that came out. No, yeah, so about 10, 10 years ago? Well, the bottom line is, I like Will Ferrell, but when you do things like that, when you show up out of the blue, like in pregame, and you're in full costume, and you're you're Jackie Moon, I, I look at that, I'm like, you know what? I see you working, Phil. You got to, uh, I see you working, well. you got to keep your name out there, per se, to keep that brand, because it's, I mean, he goes to USC games, he's, you know, he's around, he is a sport guy. Now, I don't put him in the same category as, let's say, a Bill Murray. You know, Bill Murray, like that guy, that that's not a joke. That's not, I mean, I know the guy did Caddyshack and everything, but Bill Murray's really about that. Like, he's a sports head. So, Will Ferrell, I just feel like, I, I started thinking that. I mean, it was funny. It was funny, but I'm thinking like, you know what, Will? Got me thinking, I was like, when's the last time Will Ferrell's put out, like, been in a movie or played a different role? We've never seen Will Ferrell in a serious role, have we? It's always been something... He's never been like in a real serious type of role, if, if anybody can. I don't think so. Nothing comes to mind. I haven't seen all his movies. I'm not going to think like I've seen all his movies, but I doubt it very seriously he's played that serious of a role before. Yeah, he plans to, tends to play com- comedic relief, uh, even if he is going to be in a serious, right. more serious film. But uh, 2008 is the, movie, is the year on semi-pro, but he's got some projects in the work right now. Um, that especially from like, stepping you know for way more to behind the camera as a producer okay. and, and influence influencing, but he's got two movies in post production right now on okay. IMDb. Okay, all right, but you know he showed up to Golden State. It was funny, went through the layup line and all that, but I just had me thinking like, all right, man, that was was one of those reaches. But anyway, all right, so you got that going on. What you got? Just really, I want to push back a little bit on oh, wow. the, the fun. Of of Will Ferrell doing the Jackie Moon, you don't think that's kind of like we, you're talking about the other day when when teams are down, you're going through struggles, you can get a little gimmicky. Now I'm not saying that the Warriors aren't contending right now, yeah. but to do to have Jackie Moon out there during shootarounds is that not gimmicky? Does that not take away from the game from a team that needs to be 
focused on 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 getting back into the win column and stuff like that. Well, it's funny you brought that up. You asked that because Steve Kerr actually addressed it after the game and he said that hey, you know, it's something we've talked about for a while. I know Clay's a big Will Ferrell fan. He loves that character, and I just thought this is the time with the you know things kind of tense. We're doing a losing streak. This is the best time to do it to kind of lighten the mood up. So that was Steve Curry. And you got to think, Steve comes from, I understand he's a little bit of pop, but Steve comes from that Zen Phil tree, too, where you'll do stuff. I mean, Phil ain't going to, I mean, Steve ain't going to walk in with incense and, and smoke and everything like Phil and Kyrie and stuff, but he, he'll do something to lighten the mood. I mean, they've been, they've been leaking oil. I've been saying they've been leaking oil, and a lot of it has to do, it's the best thing that's happened to Draymond Green. I mean, Draymond Green's, it, it, it's a blessing. They will think twice. If it's, I don't know what Draymond's contract is when he's due up or whatever. They got to move things around. They will think twice about just thinking Draymond Green is somebody that's expendable that they can just let go. But um, that's that's your reason. Uh, that that's your reason that Steve Kerr did that he did it. But I mean, that's I don't put that as the same. You know, you know, bring your pet night. Uh, you know, I don't bring it the same as that. Uh, you know, or the first, you know, thousand in attendance get a free a free blanket with the team's logo, stuff like that. I don't put that in the same because they are one of the teams contending. Now, again, it's all going to come down to health of Draymond Green. How seriously we can take uh, take them. Also, uh, what else do we have going on? Baseball. We got any up? I mean. These are a lot of wolf tickets is being sold that's basically being threats and like, well, we don't get something here. I mean, I know I heard Monday night to Monday morning, Tuesday, they negotiated, had talks all the way like 13, 14 hours, sometimes all the way up to three o'clock in the morning on the East Coast time. Uh, this next deadline, do you know when when is it? And and this is the one that's supposed to guarantee they're going to be a good chunk of the seat. This is the last one to save that if we can officially still get 162 in. Well, that was that deadline came and passed. That was yesterday. Okay, um, was going to be to th- that last effort from Manfred to not cancel any games. So we're we're officially uh, delayed on our season for for baseball. Yeah, and it's one of those that they're going to eventually have to just be audience the uh, honest. Excuse me, with the audience, and and what I mean is that their fans they're going to have to really just say, hey, look. You know, if they know they're far apart, it might be a situation where we have to chop this thing in half. I mean, we have to run it back to the COVID situation. The COVID year, we're like, hey, man, we're just going to play. It's going to be about 70 games, 60 games, or whatever the case may be. And we, I mean, because the last time this happened in strike, there was no World Series. And I keep always saying that this is the time to where, and now that I'm hearing it, I haven't dived all the way into it, but now I'm hearing this international draft that the, that the owners are proposing. I've heard Poppy. And door, a lot of these Latin ball players have came out and just ripped this the shreds. I don't know what the details on it, but the see, it sounds like to me when I hear that, it sounds like to me that the owners are trying to get slick on certain things. Like they spend eight ten hours talking and going back and forth, and then okay, well, email us, but let's see it on paper. And then when they go and email, it's like a whole list of stuff that they need. Like they say, oh, tell them we want an international draft. Where the hell did this come from? Well, because it's, it's a power struggle where you don't – the players are the ones in the in the position of power on this. this. They can decide whether they want to come back or not. Like you said, this is this is, has been brewing for a couple of years now going to the last CBA. So so they understand that the players are in the position of power, and so they but they're trying to still push back because they don't want to go full NBA on this situation where you feel like the owners and the, t- the team owners and management maybe don't have as much control. It's, it's really just lives with the stars like your KDs and your LeBrons. Right. So I want to ro- walk back on the cancellations. We have Jeff, uh, Jeff Basson mm-hmm. reporting, actually. They w- the deadline was yesterday. 
but in an attempt to maintain the schedule and maintain goodwill because the MLB has said they will not pay players for missed games. They are no, they have put the cancellations on hold yet again entering today. Let me ask you this, and this is your I mean, you were probably in kindergarten the last time you struck elementary, so I'm gonna ask you this, but the last time Sam can maybe remember this, the last time they were in strike, did they get paid at that time? Were they paid still on the strike? Because why I'm asking because I can't remember, but this is the second like they keep emphasizing like, hey, y'all ain't getting paid. Younger man, I'm trying to think, did they get paid in ninety four the last time that they went on strike or not? Just curious. I mean, because they, I keep hearing. I'll research not, it for you. Yeah, you're not the only one that they, they keep hitting this home during the play. And trust me, I've said this a lot of times in this show. Just like people out there listening to this show, check to check. Okay, especially in this climate. There are professional athletes that are check to check that can't afford, even in baseball, even with those salaries. Ain't everybody Trout. Not everybody Harper. You know, hell, Harper don't give a damn. He's trying to go over to Japan and play. But everybody checks. So that's the reason why these owners know they can go ahead and squeeze that vice grip on what's going on. So when we get back, let's talk. Let's dive into this late breaking news. Another quarterback trade. Definitely got to talk about that. Also want to go back a little bit. Now details are coming out about the relationship. A little bit about Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. Okay. Talk about the, the again with that trade. Had me thinking after I slept on it. Was it a lot? Is it really a lot? I don't know, man. It depends on how you look at it because I don't think so after I broke it down a little bit. We'll get into it when we get back. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back. Ready for a real cocktail? Introducing new Zing Zang ready to drink cocktails in a can. America's number one Bloody Mary mix with vodka. Zing Zang margaritas, tequila included, and whiskey sours with real Kentucky bourbon. Ready for no one to have to bartend. Real cocktails, real ingredients, really good. New Zing Zang full-strength canned cocktails. Legendary taste, legendary day. Always ready. Go to ZingZang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. If you've been accused of a crime, you need trusted and aggressive representation. You need the LaHood Norton Law Group. Over 80 years of combined experience handling both federal and state cases. All of their lawyers are former high-level prosecutors who know the justice system from all sides. For a free consultation, 210-797-7700 or LaHoodNorton.com. Principal Office San Antonio, the LaHood Norton Law Group. Official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, back here on the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark, producing Mr. Sands for the one and twos. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by LaHood Law Firm. All right, keep in mind, the LaHood Law Firm has 81 years of combined experience to help you in any type of legal matter you find yourself in, whether it's um, white-collar crimes, DUI, uh, probation violation, they can help you out. And on top of that, they'll give you a free consultation if you just go to LaHoodNorton.com. That is the LaHood Law Firm, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. All right. So um, another quarterback trade came down the wire this afternoon, almost the same time as yesterday. Um, the I keep wanting to call them the Washington football team. I probably am. The commanders. The, yeah, the they, commanders. They are the football, Washington yeah. football team. The commanders. Okay, um, they go ahead and pull off a trade with the Colts, acquiring Carson Wentz. Okay, and break down before I give my take on this. Let's let's see the tail of the tape of what 
Washington's getting and what else are the Colts getting besides Carson Wentz? So the Colts are going to get a 2022 third round pick, uh, a, a second round pick this year as well. And then next year, they're going to get the Commanders 2023 third round pick, which will escalate into a second if Carson Wentz plays 70% of snaps. So none of this, no incentives, nothing of this can can equate to a first round pick for Indy. It, it's none, none of, of it. Okay. None of it. Now, the Commanders are going to receive Carson Wentz and a second round pick from this, this year from Indy. Yeah. So you're basically just having a swap of seconds this year. And they're getting a third round pick this year from the commanders and a set third that can become a second next year. Right. Okay. So this is the deal. All right. Um, there are reasons why certain organizations constantly run at the bottom, no matter who they trot out as a head coach. Okay. Um, and this is part of my take why I feel with Washington, the reason why they've been. Because I was waiting to see if who was going to be the GM or the organization that fell for the banana in the tailpipe and traded for Carson Wentz. This is the thing I don't get about Washington. It's the fact that, look, and I'm not totally backtracking on what I feel about Carson Wentz. I think he is talented. The guy was going to win the MVP before he got hurt. But like I said, what what hard knocks, the first hard knocks during season showed me and proved to me that Carson, in my opinion, okay, is it, it, football is not life or death with him. I think Carson struggles. Besides him, you know, starting off at the camp, both ankle problems. One thing that's keep it real, the, before those last two games, Carson got COVID. You know, I'm not going to totally accuse his play or whatever, but we've seen some athletes that had went through the last couple of years and got that COVID. They were never really the same. They kind of took a while to really get all the way back. So I haven't really just thrown Carson under the bus. Now, do I think, you know, getting Carson, if he can play at that level or close to that level that we saw that glimpse in Philly under Doug Peterson, under Frank Wright, do I think it's a good value in the picks of Washington getting like, oh, okay, yeah. But that's that's if you get him back. This is the deal. There were 12 teams that hit Seattle up for Russell Wilson. Okay, 12 of them. <laughs> that's right. Like I said, when Peyton got cut on, there was 18 teams that were trying to get Peyton Manning. This is the most that I've heard since that guy, since the sheriff, left Indy. There was 12. One of those teams were Washington, the commanders. And the reports is their offer was more than Denver's. The problem is out of those 12 teams, Russell only wanted to play for one team. He only wanted to go to one team. He had a no trade clause. That's the reason why. And, and, and we'll get more into that in a little bit. But my point is you go from all in on Russell and giving up more than reportedly what even Denver had, Denver gave up to get him. And then less than 24 hours when you see that that's not going to happen or that, that that that's just dead in the water, the backup plan or the goal is to go trade for a guy that their GM and coach just stood before us a week ago, the first Friday that everybody showed up to Indy for the combine and pretty much just crapped all over Carson for the whole world to see. And you so so you went ahead that quick as Washington went from all in on Russell 
to doing a trade with a guy that most likely, after those press conferences, if push came to shove, they didn't want to, they were going to outright release him. I promise you a dollar to a donut that if Adam or Jay Glazer or whoever goes and digs, I will promise you that probably Washington was only really bidding and negotiating with themselves for Carson Wentz from every Because even if there's other teams, and there were going to be other teams that was willing to pounce on Carson if they outright released him, but I have a hard time believing that there was a abundance of teams trying to trade for him. Okay? I don't get it. And, and especially due to the fact that it's reported that you're all on in Russell. And that's if that's the case, I would have looked at it like, hey, man, you know, because, you know, Washington – they made, they made look they made the playoffs a couple years ago by default because Dak missed the whole season. Let's just keep it real. All right, that was the year that the NFC had all craps, you know, records and the Dak was out. Washington ended up basically making the playoffs. Last year they missed it totally. Still had a crap season kind of and they missed it all totally. So you can't even explain to me and if you look at the roster, and you look at the way they drafted, it hadn't been that well to sit there and say, "Okay, well we're really uh what are you looking at me like that for you?" They haven't drafted that well? They haven't. I mean, besides the first, what, Jonathan Allen and a lot of guys that just fall in your lap? I'm talking about guys even on that side of the ball that are real different. Makes. They drafted okay. They haven't drafted that that totally out out, out the will. I would say that the defense, of course, is their strength, their strength. Right. But your backfield of Antonio Gibson and J.D. Uh, JD McKissick is awesome. Well, they, were McCle- they drafted? Uh, I mean, they're on your roster. You've pieced them together. Jared, but no, I'm uh, just asking. I can't Antonio remember if they Gibson were drafted. Antonio Gibson was drafted. Okay. I think McKissage was. You drafted Terry McLaurin. You drafted uh, Logan Thomas. They drafted Thomas. okay. You Maybe. drafted Logan Thomas at tight end. I, they are a okay. quarterback away, okay, oh. from, from, from being able to compete in the NFC East. I'm not saying from a Super Bowl. Okay. But from being able to compete in the NFC East. Okay, okay. And, and you can't go into this season with Kyle Allen, Ryan Fitzpatrick, and Garrett Gilbert as your options, and, and, and Heineke. Okay, those, but those what, are your four quarterbacks. But if you're trade, Carson Wentz gives you a chance. If you're going to trade, I mean, and, and again, we're seeing this that most GMs prefer if you got that guy to send them to the opposite conference. But what I'm saying is, like, if you feel that they're a quarterback away from competing in the NFC East, then again, like I had on the docket today. I think and you you people can laugh at me, but there's a good chance that Mr. Bisky might be the steal of, of this free agency based off of what you're going to be able to get in the price and based off of maybe where his skill set could be based off of not having it's more of Nagy and his bad situation in Chicago. So I'll give you, okay, maybe they haven't drafted. Well, they've drafted, okay, I, Jonathan Allen, and, and when you're picking, like my thing is how hard, I mean, it can happen, but when you're picking especially defensive player, we're not talking about quarterbacks. Quarterbacks are right. hard as hell to project and to pick. You whiff on a lot of quarterbacks. The, some of the great GMs have whiffed on a lot of quarterbacks before they get it right. But when you draft defensive players and you're looking at skilled players and you're consistently, I don't know how many years now, that you've been drafting in the top 10 to 15 at worst. I'm thinking Washington's been in the top 10 for a long time. It's not that hard to screw that up. When you're talking about defensive players, not de- Jonas, you look. I've I, I, I followed a you know, team for 20 years who has screwed up drafting in the <laughs> in the top. What you 10. talking about? But what are y'all known for though? Just screwing up the quarterback situation. No, they are known for screwing up absolutely everything. Well, that's the Browns. But anyway, the but the but the thing is, so you you bring in the Browns, I'm like you know, like hey, what are you gonna do? That? Man, come on. I'm, yeah, what I mean, you're you're yeah, saying it's but, not that hard. I'm saying it is that hard. But you also have the fact that Chase Young has been hurt. 
I mean, you have Montez Sweat. That defense is loaded. Okay, let me and get the back. Offense okay, is hold there, on. Hold and on. All it cost you, all it cost you, was a second round pick and a third round. But pick. the point is, but the point and, is, it and might, you're going to land a guy the, who Trubisky wants case, to be a starter. If Carson Wentz is a starter, the the, in the, NFL. the 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 case of it is, then then go do the trade with try to get Jimmy. Go do somebody else. Why even have to try to trade for him? I, I'm telling you that if you're looking, everybody, that's the reason why. Look. That's the reason why Pete Carroll showed up to the combine and lied to everybody. Oh, no, man. Our intentions are still to bring Russ. When now the reports know the, the, the relationship was deteriorating. There's reports saying Russell would, show, Russell would give a 15 to 18 page report every week on where he liked to think the game plan, the offense would be. A veteran co- a coach like Pete Carroll, that started to weigh on him. But that's Russell. So my thing is, is that. You're in a, it's a situation where you've got Pete Carroll lying like, nah, man, nah. you know why? To keep that value up so no one can undercut you, so a Denver can undercut you. Um, Ballard, and I'm going to get to them, but Ballard and, and, and Frank Wright went and put it on front street that they were not happy with this guy. Okay? So right. why, my point of it is Washington, in my opinion, bid against themselves. I'm not killing them from going to get Carson Wentz. It's the fact that it is, dude, if you can, we're like two weeks, like less than what free agency is going to start here pretty soon. The Colts were going to, yeah. and, and his bonus, Carson Wentz roster bonus was coming up on what the, the 10th or 12th, like maybe next week. If he was still going to be in the roster, he was got a roster bonus. Yeah. We I, hit right before the, okay. uh, before the league year. I'm sitting out. If I'm Washington, I, I mean, again, you, we, we're not waiting on Tom Brady. You're not waiting on Aaron Rodgers. You're not waiting on Russell Wilson. You're not waiting on Deshaun Watson. Ride it out a couple more days to get them to outright release him. I don't think that they were going to outright release him. I think that they were going to bring Trubisky, that the Indianapolis was going to bring in Trubisky to compete with Carson Wentz for that job. Because you can't go all in on either one of them. And that's where I think, I, I, don't, I wouldn't even say with what they're giving up, I wouldn't say that Washington is going all in on Carson Wentz. They're yeah. not going all in, but but Jonas, when you give up two, but who else? Who I mean, else is out there? Who else? Who else is out there? We've already looked at the market. Jameis Winston, only, Teddy I, Bridgewater. I, I, am, I am still taking Carson Wentz over Jameis Winston. Teddy Bridgewater. I'm taking Carson Wentz over Teddy Bridgewater. Trubisky. I am taking a professional and Carson Wentz over Trubisky. Jimmy Garoppolo. Wants, but Jimmy's Jimmy's not necessarily available. Uh, if the right offer, and honestly, I think Jimmy's one of those guys that I don't think the phone and for, Jimmy, I don't think I got a lot of respect for Jimmy, but Jimmy, I don't think is one of those guys that's going to say, oh, we can't trade him within the NFC. We can't. And I mean, they ain't going to trade him within the division. They ain't going to send him to Seattle to help him replace Russell Wilson. But I don't think Jimmy's one of those guys like, ah, let's get him out of the NFC. My, but the point of this take is the fact that Washington, I believe, bid against themselves for Carson where other teams, there's probably eight teams. Waiting for Carson. Wentz. I wouldn't say that they. I wouldn't say that they bid against themselves. I would say that they chose the buy now option on eBay. You know where you can you can you can uh-huh. enter you can enter into the bidding war and right. watch that price go up up up. But you or you can play pay a slight premium and buy now. And I think they bought now because the rest of the quarterback situation is uncertain. Jameis Winston is coming back off of an injury. Teddy Two Gloves has has uh, it does not have the big play downfield potential that's going to really exploit a talent like Terry McLaurin on the outside. Okay, I just and I don't even think that Jimmy G would either. I think that Carson Wentz. You have a McKissick 
kind of can play like a Jonathan. I'm not saying he is Jonathan Taylor. I'm saying that their backfield can play complementary running football okay. in the backfield okay. to, to utilize Carson I've heard, Wentz. I've heard you, but let me put this in perspective for you. And if I was talking to Washington's GM or in their front or whoever's doing this, whoever's co-signing for this, I would tell them, we, there's nobody on our coaching staff that's considered a quarterback guru, okay? There's no McVay over here, okay? There's no uh, Kyle Shanahan. There's no Hackett. Notice how I put Hackett in there. <laughs> there's no Hackett. But the truth of the matter is we're trading for a guy, whether we give up seconds, we're trading for a guy that the guy, the, the guy that does Bible study with him, the guy that he had as a coordinator that he was having an MVP season, if that guy couldn't get him right, then who the hell is? How do, like, what if, if, if like, I could see a Kyle Shanahan be like, man, you know what? I understand they read uh, uh, verse 316 and stuff, but you know what? Let me fix them. I could see, I could, I'll, I'll listen to Kyle Shannon. McVay, I'll listen to McVay. Hell, even to Josh McDaniels. I'll listen to Josh. There's nobody on Washington that I know of or heard of that's supposed to be. And so I'm putting it in perspective. Just think about that. The guy that put his neck on the line that ultimately could cost him his job. Let me tell you something. When we get back, I'm going to get to the Colts side on Ballard. And because I love Ballard. I think Ballard's one of the type GMs. But, hey, man, he's skating on thin ice these last couple of years. These are two years in a row that the Colts are going one and done with quarterbacks they tried up. A guy that everybody and their mom knew was done after one season in Phillip. And then Carson, so you get the, the 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 guy that stuck his neck on the line for him that might end up costing him his job after this season if the Colts take a step back or don't finish the race and get into the playoffs, at least to the conference championship game, then if I can't, if he can't get you right and, and, and you had an opportunity with the playoffs on the line in the last two games to get in against the Raiders in Jacksonville on the road and you're – do I really sit there, even if it's – and again, if Carson plays to that level and he challenges Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys for the division, then that's a steal. What if Frank Reich was too close to the situation because of his relationship with Carson Wentz to really give it to him true? He is the one that stuck his neck out on the line for him, who who, who went out twice in a sense. He vouched for him at, at Philadelphia too to take him. Yeah, the goal for the trade up to move up to get exactly. him. Exactly. So maybe he's just too close. Maybe he's too invested. And I, I, I don't think that he, that was necessarily the best situation for him. Indy had to come off of it. They have to move forward. Well, they got to move forward, but I'm, I'm not going to rip I'm them for that. I'm not mad about this deal at all. Well, I'm just telling you it's a head scratcher when you went all in and gave up more than reportedly what even Denver offered, and then you go back to Carson. Because you still, yeah. have, to, you still have to go to homecoming. You're not going to go by yourself. You still have to go to homecoming. You have to have a date. Just because you swung and missed on, on the homecoming queen doesn't mean that you can't still just get somebody else to go to the date with you. Okay. I'll respond to that when we get back. We've got some other things to get to as well. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by HazelSkyOnline.com. We'll be back.